and welcome to Backpack Chit Chat, the podcast where teachers and moms can link arms and create the best educational experience for our students. I'm Penny. And I'm Samantha. We are Christian school teachers and moms with a passion for education. Join us as we unpack what it means to be successful in the classroom and at home. Welcome to Backpack Chit Chat. Penny, do you know what happened today? <laughs> I, if we're thinking about the same thing, yeah. What? Okay, the Queen of England. She passed away. I know. My mind is absolutely blown, and I, what's, it's not funny. It's sad, but, <laughs> but I got to thinking. I'm like, this is a moment in the history of my life that I'm always going to look back on and who told me. So somebody just came in the room and they're like, the queen of England died. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then I'm thinking, that's how I'm going to remember this moment for the rest of my life. It wasn't anything grand, but you know, when those moments happen in life and you're, you look back, you're like, how did you find out? And it's like, Oh, well, somebody walked in and was like, Oh, by the way, the queen just died. Well, my mom had messaged me because she was going to go to my daughter's volleyball game and so she messaged me saying she couldn't and why. And then it was just like the next message. The Queen of England died. And I was like, what? As soon as, yeah. So as soon as she walked in, I looked at my phone and my dad texted me. I just remembered that. My dad texted me and said, the Queen is dead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, not to. No. But I I guess, I mean, she was 96. older. 96. Oh, what? wow. I thought she was in the 80s. but She so. lived a full life. Like, yeah. And I don't know why it's such a shock when a 90-year-old passes away. But it just, I guess you just think, you know, the queen. The queen's yes. always going to be there. And I didn't see anything in the news either. Oh. Like, I feel like even with her husband's death, like, they kept everything to them. Like, they didn't let anybody know. Like, I'm like, was she sick? Like, So is it, is the king going to be Charles or is it skipping to his son? See, you're the second person today who has said it's skipping to William. And I'm like, why would it skip yeah, to I William? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about anything but I'm excited because now that's something I can show I'm hoping that it's during the day and and I teach history and I would love I mean that's like once maybe twice in a lifetime getting to see a king or queen crowned yeah that's going to be an amazing event um not to she lived a good life so I don't want to like say oh I'm happy she's alive no (laughs) but I'm just excited to get to experience that with my students my kids and I got to be someone's first hearing it today at Carline. I looked at my friend and I was like, do you know the queen died? And she's like, you're joking me. She actually called her husband and confirmed because she thought I, I was I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and she I was, told a fellow teacher too. And what she's it, like, what? Yeah, that I. it's like I was the person to like tell them. That's like big that. news. Yeah, big it's news. really big, so. big news. Prayers Any, for her family. Yes, but, but I'm excited to be a be part of that to, history. history. If you yeah. guys hear anything in the background that is my sweet kiddos today, this is something that I wanted to, you know, I was telling Penny when we were talking about having to record this episode, the kids are going to be here today. And I was like, you know what? What better example of being a mom and a teacher than having to have your kids here um, whenever you're recording? So, excuse me while I... Hey, Nolan. Nolan? Nolan, we got to be quiet, okay? Got to be quiet. (laughs) The face. Anyways, Penny, welcome to episode number seven. What are we unpacking today? We 
are actually unpacking fun with sensory bins. And this is going to be a fantastic episode for moms, dads, whoever with younger children. Yes. It's it's so fun from what I hear for them to play with and it's probably a lot of fun for the adults to play with too, but to even put together and right. make if from what I understand, and you, Samantha, are the expert on the sensory bins, so I'm just going to be here <laughs> to um, enjoy this and I, ask some questions. I am super pumped. I kind of forgot about how excited I was back in the day when I was a stay-at-home mom to create sensory bins. It it was something that was kind of trending for a while. Okay, can you Instagram. first tell us back up, what is a sensory bin? Okay, so I did this in college. I actually did a whole presentation on sensory bins because I was so impressed with what they were teaching my kids. Um, a sensory bin is sensory play that involves more than just um, your five senses. It's visual, it's auditory, uh, but it also explores sense of smell. You're exploring your balance. The children are exploring balance when they use um, their tweezers, their body to control movement, um, exploring positions of your own body. So also touch, of course, text, textile and textures, um, exploring taste sometimes, occasionally. Yeah. And then, of course, your sight. And then my favorite part is they are developing their vocabulary. So some things that are involved is phonemic awareness, math, science, sensory processing. Um, we're exploring all of that whenever we have a sensory bin. And what it is is just a tub full of fun and exciting things for kids. <laughs> Woo! Well, and who doesn't love that? I know. And so uh, whenever I was doing this at home, I saw it online. If you're wanting to create one, I would say that... I mean, if you want to go to Dollar Tree, you don't have a lot of money. The little things you can get are food coloring, um, a couple of basters. If you have more than one child, I recommend getting more than one <laughs> yes. baster. Is that what it's called whenever you yeah, have a... the turkey? Yes. Where you suck up the yes. juice and then put it on top? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> That's really all you need for your first century bin. And why you want to put it in a bin is because... And actually, before I could even afford the bins, before I... They, they sold some at, I think, Dollar Tree. I yeah, finally got some. I have some. some. Um, but before I could afford even that, I was using a bakeware, like oh, a pan. Yeah. You can <laughs> I use just, what, yeah. Yeah, I was just putting it in a, putting a bunch of plastic cups in a pan, and then I was putting water in those cups, and then I was dyeing those cups different colors. And I thought it was really important to make sure the cups were clear so they could see the pretty colors. Yeah. So that's like the cheapest bin you can start with. And then I would add animals to the bin like any of the kids animals that you know the animals they never play with that are at the bottom of the bucket yes. you know yes. <laughs> the bottom of the toys I would get some of those animals and then when they would have like a, a sea animal play um, and that's like the basics so if you're starting out and you want to try a sensory bin that's what I would start with so basically they pick up the water with the baster mm -hmm. and then they're dropping it so you're, you're doing that fine motor yes. skills it's just the transferring that's the fine motor skills mm. and then they're also playing so they're using vocabulary and they're yeah. talking about what they're doing we want to hear them say oh look at the new colors i'm creating and then that word creating is a big right. vocabulary word and, and mixing colors and what new colors they yes, make oh exactly. that's awesome and if you want to check some of that out my instagram so back in the day whenever <laughs> i was staying at home i 
I was really bored. I am the TNT teacher on Instagram, and I have a ton of sensory bins that you are more than welcome to go and look at. I'm just going to give a few today. Yeah, and we will try and share a few on our Backpack to Chat Instagram in the stories too. But if you miss them, check out her Instagram. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. I had three separate bins, and then I just got a few of... What do you call those things that you put at the bottom of a fish tank that are like those little marbles? Kind yeah, of? marbles or gems. Yeah, like gems. Yeah. I would get gems and then I would put some gems in one bin and then some gems in another bin. And I would dye water inside of each bin a different color. So we've got sharks in the red bin, of course, because I have boys. <laughs> and there's blood. <laughs> there's blood. <laughs> it's of gross. course, of course. And then we've got basters and all kinds of cups. And they could probably even help. Can they help you, like, count the gems also and put? Okay, so that brings me to my next bin, which if you have, if you're blessed enough to have a printer, I someone gave me a printer, someone gave me a laminator. I was just blessed. And I was able to go to teacherspayteachers.com mm-hmm. and get a free number matching cookie jar. So... Whereas you could sit down with your kid and you could just have them match the cookies. I printed them out. I cut out the cookies. You can have them and it works just fine. Just have them, okay, count each chocolate chip on the cookie and place it on the, in the cookie jar on the number, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But when using a sensory bin as well, I put it in rice and I actually dyed the rice and I... I wasn't smart at first. You don't have to dye the rice with actual dye. You can put paint, just acrylic paint in a big plastic bag with rice in it and then shake up the paint. And then you can also, I think that it's called um, watercolor something. And it, uh, I can't remember exactly. You don't have to use acrylic. Mm -hmm. I wasn't worried about my kids using, uh, having, access to acrylics and it's not like they were they weren't eating it right. to, and I was sitting there the whole time because of course I'm observing whether they right. can match numbers um so I made this bin full of rice and beans and then I placed the cookies I hid all the cookies in the sensory bin then I gave them some tweezers I also found at Dollar Tree and I had them squeeze out the cookies from inside the sensory bin and then count the chocolate chips and then place them oh, that's, on that's the cookie idea. jar. I hope that makes sense. It does. But it's it does. just kind of a process of that fine motor skill squeezing with the tweezers and it just adds a little bit of fun as well. So I did that with numbers, and then I would do the same thing you can buy. I wrote down that the Target dollar spot is your best friend for sensory bins. Because once you've got the rice, then you just get fun things to play with. They they have those little tubes, the little tiny animals um, that I'm sure that you could use for that sensory bin. Oh, absolutely. Those little tiny animals. That is, Um, I love the Target. And also, um, a lot of times in back to school, they'll put out like the magnets of the letters and numbers and I bought those and then I would go to teachers pay teachers and I would type in free um matching letters like worksheet Mm -hmm. or whatever and so then I would just put everything in the sensory bin have them grab it out and match the letter that's a great so you're just stepping up you're stepping up the (laughs) the lesson right by adding it that's great 
Another one that I really liked was always slime because that one always involved cutting. So we want those scissor skills in kindergarten and we want to teach, I would always say, okay, thumb on top. But if you grab, and I forget what it's called, but it's like a rack. It looks like a, it looks like a, something you would, it almost looks like a dish, like uh, plates and stuff mm -hmm. that you would turn over. You okay. could turn it over and then you let the slime drip down. Oh. And as it drips down, you cut the slime. And it's hmm. just this simple It's cutting. better than cutting paper. It's That's just, a lot more it fun. It is. It's just a lot more fun to cut. First of all, we made the slime together. Mm -hmm. And of course, everybody probably knows how to make slime <laughs> if you have children. <laughs> so we made the slime together and that was an experiment. And then we... I was able to let them just cut the slime and practice those cutting skills. Um, and then we had treasure boxes, of course, with all different types of, oh, I love the treasure boxes because, again, Target Dollar Spart was great. I had, like, some treasure boxes, but also the little gold coins, and they would get those out. And, um, you know, that reminds me, well, it brings up, we had had one of our friends on to record a podcast about science and unfortunately the audio did not work well but one of the things and we will have her back on so no fear but yeah, no. One, of the, <laughs> one of the things that she brought up which I thought was just such a fantastic idea was that her son and daughter-in-law one year for Christmas they made sensory bins for gifts so instead of going out and buying all the, the kids in the family, you know, an expensive gift. They actually went and they bought, they bought beans and tubs and all those things and little treasures and they made the gift. I love that. And I gave my niece, I came to see her in town and the, the tub itself, like everything in there probably cost me less than $5. Yes. <laughs> and my niece was so excited. And she, this something that I haven't said yet is that it kept them entertained for a long time, longer than toys did, mm -hmm. were the sensory bins. And she stayed and she said, Mom, look, it's a big, big treasure. And all I had put in it were, was a little treasure box and buttons. <laughs> buttons from Dollar Tree. Mm -hmm. And I hid them in the rice. And, um, so and then did she use tweezers to get she them out? Used, I'm showing Penny a picture. I don't know what and you we can put this these. picture. Um, we'll put this picture on yeah. our Instagram. It's like a tweezers, but at the very end, instead of like tweezers, it has like a round circle. Like a spoony kind of almost thing. Almost like yeah. a spoon. And those were sold at Dollar Tree too. And she thought I was the best ever. Well, it's not Dollar Tree anymore, Samantha. It's a dollar twenty-five tree <laughs> or whatever. I, I have not been since they upped their prices. I have only a couple times, and I know, you know, okay, a, a quarter, but still, it's still, you know, it's still, it's, it's the, just it's the, the fact of the matter. Yeah, it is. It's the fact of the <laughs> it's and the yeah. fact of the matter. And I, I. As a stay-at-home mom, that was a really difficult time, although I'm, I knew I would look back and be thankful for those times. Mm -hmm. It was hard because I was just with the kids all day, and I, if you're a stay-at-home mom, I understand not your pain. It's not no. pain. You're no. so happy to be, be there with your kids, but you don't get to talk to adults. Right, <laughs> and at the, you know, at the moment, I think sometimes you know people put guilt on other people well you know you better you better treasure these moments because right. well 
when you're in the moment, you don't need somebody to tell you that. You do treasure the moments, but you do sometimes need a little breather. And I remember kind of getting a little frustrated some days because I would have a hard day and I would just be, you know, telling somebody about a hard day and they would say something like that. Like, oh, well, you'll look back, you'll, you'll just, you should treasure. You, exactly what you yeah. said, treasure this moment. You'll look back and you'll miss them. I'm like, Listen, I may miss that moment in time of that picture, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I miss all of it. I am certainly glad to be in the season I am now. Right, yeah. But, so so if that's you and you are feeling, you know, you get frustrated because you're tired, you know, don't oh, beat yourself up because no. and if you, need you minute, love your kids and you're going to love them when they're older and you love them now and yes. you'll just love every stage. And I hope that this gives you something to give you a break so yeah. that if you need a break to honestly just sit down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to have that break, oh, so I can go do the laundry because <laughs> you know your little toddler can come and take the clothes out of the dryer with you, right. you know. But if you need that minute of just mental. mental. <laughs> <laughs> you want me you played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you just need that mental break, I'm telling you, I, I seriously don't think that you're going to regret uh, trying out a sensory bin. I understand they can be messy. Yeah, I that was lot. my next question. Like, yes. I mean, you can probably do intense, messier ones, and then you can do... Right. So what I would do is, and I did this at home, and I don't know if it's still a thing on Instagram. I hope it is. But I would look at the hashtag uh, pre-K or early learning, and I would get lots of ideas. And so I would get tweezers and pom-poms, and then the Dollar Tree sold this little duck that looks like a tic-tac-toe duck. And then on Teachers Pay Teachers, it had a duck as well with the pom-poms, and it tells you which order to place them oh. in. And so what a great they would take idea. a pom-pom from a bowl. Like if it said blue, it has three blues in a row. You have to tweeze out the pom-poms and put three blues in a row. So that is definitely less messy for sure if you just can't, if you really just can't handle the mess. But uh, my take on it was always that it can be vacuumed up right that was or it can be swept up i never did anything paint wise if i did something with paint i covered the table mm-hmm. you can get i forget what it's called it's just it's like butcher paper almost but it's white and mm-hmm. um like it rolls it rolls it's craft paper mm-hmm. and i would just cover the whole table in craft paper if i was doing something with paint or anything else that's a great idea it's you have opened my eyes because this is my vision of a sensory bin. When I was in daycare, I yeah, I have a great long-term memory, very bad <laughs> short-term, but when I was in daycare, we had a, uh, I guess, Halloween. It was a Halloween-like theme, and I just remember we had to get blindfolded and put our hands in a bowl, and it was spaghetti and then there was like so not, round you things. Didn't teach preschool. This no, is you in. This preschool. is me. Yeah, this wow, is me in okay. in daycare. And I just remember being blindfolded and putting my hand in the spaghetti <laughs> and then feeling what I thought was eyeballs. It was just <laughs> disgusting, but it was basically it was, you know, obviously it wasn't brains and eyeballs. It was just <laughs> it was just spaghetti and a bouncy ball, but that's what I was thinking of mm-hmm. sensory and so now that I see, oh, they can be non-gross right. too. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't ever force a child to touch um, anything gooey if there's a sensory issue yes. there. Because forcing them to do it isn't going to 
make them all of a sudden like it. There's real sensory issues out there for sure. And if you feel like that's true, I definitely wouldn't make them. I just would expose them to it. And then maybe if textures are a problem, um, move on to something else. Uh, and this but, is where you can tweak. You, you can, can tweak find things. one mm-hmm. that you like, and then you know your child, mm-hmm. and then you can tweak it so that it's comfortable for them. And I say just as as a stay-at-home mom, this is just where my create I could let my creativity shine. <laughs> it was like the one thing I could put some effort into and like be creative, and it did not cost me a ton of money, which was, which was tight yeah. at the time since I was staying home. So... I, I want to leave us with one more just for one little thing that's easy. If you have the Melissa and Doug fishing set and you get a card and you write on the card just the letters of the alphabet or you can go to Teachers Pay Teachers and get printable print out um, letters with fish on them. You put a, a paper clip on mm-hmm. the end of that and you fish out the letters. Oh, that's a great and idea. And that's just another just super easy one. And I really, really liked that one as well. I love, this has been a fun episode. I, <laughs> I love hearing about this. I think, so. honestly, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, I do miss that moment. That moment. Yeah, that, that moment. <laughs> but anyways, do you have a quote for I us I do. Today? Basically, our quote kind of goes, well, it, it goes with it. Children need the freedom and time to play. Play is not a luxury. Play is a necessity. And that was by Kay Redfield Jameson. And that is true. Um, Kids need to play. And this way they're playing and they're learning. Absolutely. Well, we hope this episode leaves you feeling refreshed, energized, and ready for your week. Until our next unpacking. If you like spending time with us every week, hit the follow button. And please also leave us a review. You can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Backpack Chit Chat or email us at backpackchitchat at gmail.com.